0: Welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. We are Alexis and Samantha Bellbell, and we're the bloggers behind a Double Dose.com. If you guys haven't listened before, but hopefully you guys are new or not new. Well, we are glad you're new, but hopefully you guys have listened to other episodes before. Sorry, I got like tongue-tied, and it's I'm just tired. It's the end of the day, <laughs> but maybe it's the beginning of the day for you. So hopefully you're having a good day so far. I know a lot of you guys probably listen when you're on a walk or you're driving or just doing something. So, so it's, probably either beginning or end of your day. Yeah. Or it could be a lunch break.
1: Yeah. Who knows?
0: True. I love how we're trying to figure out your schedule. Like we're like, what are you doing? You should let us know what you're doing when you're listening. Cause it'd be interesting to hear, but we are back on our trip from seaside 30 slash 30 a. I feel like we got, we did take some time off. That was much needed there. Not, not as many days as I wanted to, but it was good, really good to spend time with family And while we were there, we got so many questions on our trip, you know, a lot of you guys were heading there or some of you guys hadn't even heard of it, which some of you guys told me you booked a trip for Labor Day, which um, which is kind of cool that you guys got that idea from us, but we thought we'd share a little bit about our trip and what we did and some of our recommendations. We've been, I think, four times now um, throughout the last couple years and highly recommend it. It's a beautiful area, very easy to get to, uh, well, depending where you live, but I feel like if you live in California, it's a little bit further. But it's in Florida, and um, but it's very, very west Gulf Coast. Yeah. So it is beautiful. The sand is like white. The water is well. We ended up going during a hurricane, but normally the water is really blue. Calm, calm, no waves. Well, normally, not. So no, no waves. Okay. It's not like um, the Pacific or the Atlantic, I should say. Yeah. So it's really nice it's beautiful so many good restaurants um so many great places to stay it's just a beautiful area and we so let's just talk about getting there for one so we since we live in dallas we usually take a flight from we usually fly southwest and you fly into panama city the airport is abbreviated ECP. and that so once you fly into there it's like an hour and a half flight yeah, two hour one and a half to two hours. So it's really easy. Um, obviously, you flew during this whole COVID stuff. So, you know, you wear a face mask and we had no issues. I, I felt fine. Uh, I felt comfortable flying. And... We got there, and unfortunately, we flew in right during a hurricane, so the day we got there... If you guys might remember in the news, it was when Hurricane Laura, and there was another hurricane. It was two hurricanes at the same time. Yeah. Simultaneously. So we were really concerned about the weather, which luckily, we lucked out for the most part, but the day we got there, it rained all day. We got there, like, I think we landed, like, at 1230. We went and grabbed something to eat, and kind of backtracked, our parents decided to drive, which... It, it was a long drive if you're thinking how long is it it was from dallas it's 11 hours i think so it's it's a pretty big commitment but the reason they decided to do that was for one they could spend time together and for two they could bring all the stuff with them that they that we would need like towels and any kind of you know we went grocery shopping but any kind of like stuff you would need for the house so, i think that's hard to pack yeah i mean you could but you'll take a lot of extra luggage and you end up paying for the luggage so yeah plus we had our car there So they ended up driving our car, and they, we, Sam and I landed at 12:30. We got, we went, ate lunch, and we ended up hanging out there for a couple hours because to jump ahead, we stayed in a house. We rented a house, and you couldn't check in until 4 p.m. So that's the one downside if you don't have your car there. Like we were just trying to kill time, but we, if your flight's later or whatever, you might not have that gap in time. But we flew in, we had lunch, and worked a little bit at this restaurant, and then. We went – we Ubered to the house, which I will also recommend. That's why you want to rent a car. I mean, you could find Uber there maybe from the airport. It's easier. But if you go stop somewhere else, we had a little bit of trouble finding an Uber oh God, from yeah. the restaurant. We're and straining. I think there are a lot of factors. I mean, I think that it's not as busy right now, um, maybe just because of the weather. It was pouring, and I think that was just like a weird time. But anyway – uh, my, my dad suggested taking a cab, and I was like, I haven't taken a cab since, like, 2000. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I was like, eh. Since probably, like, 2015. So we ended up doing the Uber XL, and that, I was able to get one. But anyway, so we got to the house. So we rented a house. Um, What, what area are we staying in? We were in Seagrove. Oh, no, sorry. Not No, Seagrove. we're not in Seagrove. Sorry, we were in Santa Rosa Beach. Okay, so there's several different areas. Sorry that we're jumping around. There's a lot of different areas. We've stayed in a couple of them over the years, but we were staying in Santa Rosa Beach, and that one we loved it. It was very calm, um, not super crowded. I mean it was people but not overly crowded. It was close to closer to Destin. So if you guys have been have heard of Destin in Florida. I feel like that's more well I feel like known. a lot of people know that area. That one's very far. I don't know what direction it is, but usually where we stay it's further furthest away from Panama City. The, yeah, you're going the opposite direction. It's so. the first of Panama City and the beach stretches like all like all the way i think it's the same beach right just i'm not names. positive but i feel like it's- we don't know but it it's they're all kind of in a road the different areas and we stayed in santa rosa beach which is closer to dustin so we were able to try out some different restaurants that we hadn't in the past before we've stayed you guys don't remember we stayed at the point which is like a um you can rent these they're almost like condos slash hotel and that one is in rosemary beach and if you guys have heard of the pearl hotel that's in rosemary beach that area is really cute. It has, like, little shops and hotels. It's, like, cobblestone street Cobblestone street. It kind of makes you feel like you're, like, a little bit in Europe, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. In a way, it's kind of romantic. And that, so to give you guys perspective, that was, like, 30 minutes from where we were. So it's not – things are not, like, the different areas. Some of them are closer than others, but some of them, like, if you're staying at the house in Santa Rosa like we were – You're definitely, like, you're closer to the outskirts of Destin, but you're 30 minutes away from, like, Rosemary Beach. So, previously, we stayed in a house. Um, We'll go into all the different areas, but we stayed in. So, let me backtrack. The first time we went there, we went there for work, and we were staying... I don't know what area we were staying in. We were... Kind of near Watercolor, kind of. Well, no, not really, Mm. actually. No, we weren't. We had to dry to Watercolor. We were... I don't know where I'm trying to... Think. I think we were, like, in... I think we were close to Seaside. That's yeah. where we were. We were close to Seaside, and I feel like people say Seaside. They say that generally because it's, like, the area that everyone goes to. But it's really... I would generalize the area as 30A because 30A is their highway that goes through the whole county. So that's why they call it 30A. But anyway, we were staying in Seaside, and that is where... They have all the. food They have trucks. all the food trucks, the Airstreams, and all the food trucks. They have all the restaurants that are really close to the water, um... The beach pretty much looks the same throughout, but it's, I think like it's definitely more crowded there. It's more crowded. Um, that's the main hub. It's like the yeah. main. I call it the main hub. Like really, that's so that we. That's where we stayed the first time. Then the second time we went, we went with in 2018. We went with Taylor, my parents, and then a guy that Alexis was dating at the time as well. And so we were staying in a house that we rented in Watercolor, and I love that area. If you guys have family um, like children or you, you're in a bigger group of people, there it's tons of housing there. Um, They have like a lake over there and you can do paddle boarding and um, kayaking. Um, You're a little bit, you have to drive to the beach. You're probably like 10 minutes from the beach, but you wouldn't be able to walk there. It's a little bit too far. But if you had a golf cart or a car, you could, you could, the one downside to that is that why we didn't stay there again is because you have to find like a, a spot to park on the beach so you can't walk there so if you have, like all this stuff you have to drive and it's kind of difficult if it's in a, in a time that's pretty crowded like the summer it's hard to find a spot so like once you file and you're relieved but if you have to leave for any reason you're kind of screwed so that's why i'm going to do it again but i will say we liked the house so much better in watercolor not so much better we liked it better it was newer um i will say because if you guys have stayed on a beach or you have a beach house you guys know if it's on the beach it gets a little bit more musty kind of inside so that's just inevitable you can have dehumidifiers and stuff like that but as a whole it can just have a little bit of a musty smell and i think things just don't stay as new over there so just expect that if you're staying somewhere on the beach the watercolor one was really pretty like this gorgeous white house inside i remember i posted a lot of pictures inside of the house when we were there and really pretty, the rooms were huge, the particular house, because you I think the houses are just bigger over there. And then um so that's where we stayed before. And then then last year we went with our mom in September. We stayed at the point, which was in Rosemary Beach, and it was really nice, spacious. We stayed in a two-bedroom. We have a whole blog post on that one. If you search the point, P-O-I-N-T-E. Um, if you search that on a com, you'll find the blog post on that, exactly what it looks like, the area, where like all about it. Um, so we stayed there and then this year we decided to, my parents actually, they rented a house um, on uh, Santa, Rosa. Santa Rosa Beach. I keep forgetting it. Santa Rosa Beach and it was beautiful because it was right on the beach, literally right there. You could walk down the steps and you're like literally in the sand so you could wake up it had huge windows you would wake up the room taylor and i stayed in you could see all the room actually actually. you could stay you could see all the all the water at night you could hear the waves it was so gorgeous and so uh relaxing um the one downside i would say is that it's definitely way pricier i feel like it was double the price of the other house and the rooms were not I feel like they were not they were so beautiful but they were definitely smaller than the other house we stayed in like for example the first night Lex and I stayed before Taylor got there we stayed in one of the rooms and there's a whole issue because it was advertised as a queen, but we got there. It's a, it, was it was a full at the most. It was a full at the most. And we're small. We're We're small, like, we're we're tiny. small but we were, like, bumping each other throughout the night, and, like, I'm not very big. And then in the morning, I used, like, the measuring tool on, your, on my well, iPhone. Well, so it should have been a lawyer. I should or... have been a lawyer in a past life, but I got the measuring tool out on my phone. I started measuring the mattress, like, the bed, and it was at least – I mean, it was at the most a full. So they lied on the listing. Which we weren't really th- Yeah, we, weren't really we were not about. happy about it. So, what, like, the next day, like – or two days later, when Taylor came in, I moved into his room, and that one was a queen bed. So the root house we stayed in before, all of them were king. So it was nice, like especially if you have a family or you're, you know, you're with, you're tall or you're with someone tall, definitely make sure you're picking out like you can really fact check the beds. I know it sounds so stupid, but you don't want to be smushed when you get there. But the view was incredible. We got so lucky with the weather. Um, there's also some other areas if you're, like, looking to um, for other places. You can – so also about the housing, you can rent. We rented ours on 360 Blue, um, but you can also use VRBO. There's um, Rent 30A. There's, like, a ton of them. You just go on Google and you say Rent 30A. Like, you'll find a bunch of places to rent, condos, houses, stuff like that, all different um, ones for your price range. Um, so we said we talked about Rosemary Beach. There's also Seaside, which I told you, has all the food trucks. That's where all the restaurants, like, a lot of the main restaurants you've heard of are probably in Seaside. Watercolor, we talked about. Great for families and different things. And then there's also Alice Beach, which is one of their newer areas. And it's, like, very high-end, like, white buildings, buildings. has like a lot of walking trails and stuff like that um I haven't been I like we we've been there before on a different trip just like walked around but I haven't actually stayed there but I've heard it's really good for couples or like a little getaway um I kind of want to try that area next but um the restaurants there's like a lot of like ones that we've eaten at before but I would say if you're looking for ones that were like specific for our like for if you guys eat kind of similar to what we do I would say um we ate a lot of ones in de- like kind of near Dustin and I'm forgetting what some the name. We is. went to one that was called Vintage, V-I-N-T-I-J, and we all loved that one. They had – I know Taylor got steak, and he said it was really good. Yeah, he said we it was really went, good. We had a vegetable plate, and our dad also got that one. You could add, like um, – it had, like, quinoa, like, um, mushrooms, asparagus. It had, like, a bunch of veggies on it, and then, like, it was, it was just cooked very well and flavored well. And then um, we went to – Another place called Emeralds, which that was the chef Emerald. That was like that chef Emerald. He, it's his restaurant. It was good. However, the the service said on Yelp that it was kind of bad. I think it was because of COVID. I think they were just down on staff. But it was good. Um, We also went. Where else did we go at that mall? We only really go to those. Um, we really went to those two spots, but we went to that. We went to this um, place called Basmati's, and that one you might have heard of. Um, it was really close to our house, and it was really good. It was like an Asian um, cuisine, and I got this like salad and like this veggie plate that they ha- had like on the menu, and I think my dad got like a curry, some kind of curry. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What my mom got oh she got like a salmon. It was really good um one of the nights we actually went we so we did go to the grocery store we picked up a bunch of stuff we ate lunch there every day and that was also easy because on the other house in watercolor every time like it depends on what kind of trip you want but for especially with our the way we eat it's a lot easier for me like if i ate i i'll eat more seafood if i'm like on a beach location but generally speaking i don't eat like a ton of it um so that's kind of hard because if i don't eat that every single meal when you're eating out it's a lot of so basically where where thirty a is located it's really like really really west. It's practically in like the southern states like um over there so it's not you get a lot of southern cuisine which is great if you're looking for that if you are looking for like the fried southern foods they have tons of options also healthier options like fish and stuff but southern flair so a lot of the places are like that so if you really are into that you're gonna love it if you're not into that then it's a little bit harder to find places there were that's why we went to that shopping center in Destin. there were a lot more options more like american food in general Um, but a lot of the places in seaside there are really really good restaurants. The food's really good, but you if you're health like a more of a healthier eater, you have to make a little bit more accommodations. But there's a good place in thirty um uh, in Seaside called Cafe Thirty Eight. Mm-hmm. We didn't go there this time, but I know it's like a really well done. Yeah, I'm gonna list out a few of the restaurants that we ate out at before that are really good. If you're like gonna be staying in the Seaside area, or you're looking just for you can travel all these places. Just be if you're in a f- area farther away like we were, you could be thirty minutes away. But if you're staying in Seaside or Rosemary Beach, you're close to all these places. I'm gonna say so Five Daughters Bakery. They have it's an Airstream and it's in Seaside right by the beach and it, they have the best donuts. They're so good. They have ones that are vegan that are really good. They also have um, a cinnamon one. I think I brought back for Taylor when we were there yeah. in September. We didn't make it this time. We should have, but we didn't. We didn't go this time. They also have blackberry Bread Co. Really good um, coffee and. Bakery stuff like that. So you have a sweet tooth and you love your coffee. It's cute, really cute inside. They have all the food trucks. They have like a grilled cheese one. They had like a barbecue. They have one. a juice one. They have a juice one. We ate there last time. They have really good like plant based and juice options. Um, some of the restaurants over there too is, um, button alleys is like a really popular, they have a really good, um, balcony. We ate there in September, really good balcony with like, you can oversee the water. You can also eat inside. Um, I feel like it's also kind of like a wedding venue, but it's, it's smaller. So all these places are on the beach where they're small, um, really good. Um, you can eat there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So shunk, I think it's shunk. Um, goalies oyster bar that was right by our house and apparently it's new it was crowded like every single night we didn't go there because there was a wait one of the nights we wanted to eat there and we were like too hungry to wait so we just didn't go there but it looks really cute inside and outside really new and it looked very popular charingo is another one it's more of like spanish influence and that was kind of close to our house as well like a southern charm and like more like mexican stuff and then um george's at alice beach i feel like that's like a really popular spot um they have again like things like lobster quesadillas like that's like what they're known for. So if you're looking for that kind of stuff, that like place that they're known for, the atmosphere is really cute and fun. And then some other ones, Surfing Deer. We didn't go this time, but we went the last couple times. It's like really modern inside, but they have really interesting um, entrees and salads. They have like plant-based options too, and then ones like regular options for everyone. Um, cowgirl Kitchen. I'll just name a few that are like other also popular. La Crema neat um i think that's like a new um like you can get drinks there it's like really white inside and cute and i'm trying to think what else great southern cafe ride bar big bad breakfast i think we i think i think we ate there last yeah we would eat there a lot big bad breakfast we ate there a lot and then kaliza it's supposed to be like really romantic i think that one's in alice beach and Blue Mountain Beach Creamery. I have to say that one. Yeah. That one was right by our house. And funny story on that one. We, Alexis and I, on Saturday, we the one of the last days we were there, we went on a run. I don't. We haven't ran a lot since we did our half marathon. But we worked out. So we worked out at the house, which is so funny. We go went got there. We're like, okay, we're gonna. That's another thing that jumping around when you're staying in a house and you guys are really avid work workout people like we are. You, we thought about bringing a little trampoline with us. My dad did bring. 12 pound weights with him so we actually ended up using those we did a lot of at-home workouts just because I wanted to look at the beach we were staying the kitchen was working right off the living room was right by the beach and I could just look outside and they worked out and honestly I was like I don't want to waste time going to go they had a gym you could get day passes at a few but we were like uh I don't feel like leaving I'd get up late and I was like I don't feel like it so one of the days the first day we got there we went on a run one mile run which is like really hard to run in the sand we went a one mile run and then we did like an at-home workout with some weights and like body weight stuff i think we did like a peloton one we did i don't know what else we did another one just Fashion. like on our, what session. Oh, session the session at home which i love and then we did and then the next couple of days we just did the same kind of thing alexis ran one day she ran i think she was pissing me she ran three miles on the beach <laughs> and then she more, then you. she got a then she got a blister in her foot like a really bad a one. A really bad one. And then Taylor arrived, like, halfway through the trip. And then we were like, okay, when he gets there, we'll, like, go get the day passes for three days. But we didn't end up doing that. We ended up doing the same kind of thing, working out at home and, like, walks, a lot of walks on the beach, like, multiple a day. We I just love it. And then we would – um work out at home and then one of the days we did go get a day pass it was like 10 minutes away but we got to see different areas of sea Sea grove and different areas of the beaches there um the 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 gym was really nice and clean and we did that and then the last day we're like okay one of the last days we're like we're gonna run outside because taylor had to run for his training so i'm like okay we'll just i wasn't gonna run he was gonna run like seven or eight miles I'm like no we were like okay we'll just run two and then we'll walk back to well The sky was getting kinda gray. We were like, oh, it's okay. We'll just we'll be fine. Well, it's probably by like mile, we were like almost done with mile almost at mile two. It started pouring. Like literally pouring. So we stayed we found we saw this ice cream place, Blue Mountain Beach Creamery, and that was like two miles from the house. And we hid under there. There really wasn't much to hide on, but we were like drenched. We literally were soaked and I had my phone and my headphones. My phone it was like wrapped up in my t shirt that I took off, but I, it kept getting wet. And I was like, I, so we finally called our mom and we don't want, we don't want to like her, we're like, my mom's like, do you want us to come get you? And I'm like, no, just come get my phone. So she came and picked up our phone. My mom was like laughing because it literally was like, it was sunny, not sunny, but it was dry by their house, which was like only two miles away. It literally didn't start pouring until she was like probably maybe a couple hundred feet from us, which is crazy. That's how isolated the storm was. Of course, later that day it poured by the house, but she came and got it, and then we ended up running back. So in total, we did like a little over four miles, which I was like kind of proud of myself because I haven't ran it's at a all. It's a lot for me. I haven't been running at all, and and our pace isn't really. Our that pace bad. is pretty good actually for not running for a while. But we have been doing our Peloton and our rebounder, so yes. it's not like I don't do any kind of cardio. And I walk probably like two miles a day, so I do keep up with it. I just don't run a lot because of my knees. But that's probably all I can do right now without my knees injuring me. But uh, yeah. so anyway, that ice cream shop on a tangent. We ended up going back later that day because I was like, the flavors, we were standing by it. The flavors, they changed them, and they looked so good. I can't even eat that. I can't eat dairy ice cream, but I did have a lot of bites. I I said a a few bites, and i up eating a lot of bites, of Taylor's ice cream and my mom's. So she got – you guys have to go through there. Um, She got the chocolate raspberry, and it was – oh, my God, guys. It was – I'm, like, savoring. My mouth was, like – Salivating. Salivating, just thinking about it. It tastes like if you ever had one of those Godiva, the chocolate raspberry bar. It tastes like that in in an ice cream. It has pieces of raspberry. And then Taylor got vanilla cherry because those are both of his favorite flavors. And it was really good. That was also in a cone. So good. My dad got... I don't know what he got. Pistachio and the chocolate one. Yeah. But they had... I tried... I tried a cake batter one with like had like cookie like sprinkle cookies in oh it. My God. I tried oatmeal cookie. It was so they were all so good. So you have to go there. I, I read on Yelp, it gets really crowded when it's not raining. It's it crowded. Yeah. But anyway, those are like a lot of restaurants. There's a lot more, but I'm like, I'm not going to spend the whole podcast talking about restaurants. Yeah. So, um, Speaking of our trip, the one thing that I did bring with us, we did pack a lot of our favorite cosmetics up, and since our parents were driving, it was much easier to pack everything that I wanted to typically take with me, because you guys know how it goes. When you travel on the plane, you have to kind of be concise with it, because it has to fit in a bag, and we didn't have to worry. I mean, ours was packed in a suitcase, but I knew I could overpack. i had to weigh Which in I here. surely did. I didn't overpack. But one of the things I brought with me, and... That we've shared before, Beauty Bio Isabel Glow Pro Blush Crush Set. If you guys didn't hear other episodes, it is basically a micro needling tool that is It's fun to use and it's easy to use. So what it does, it makes like little micro holes in your skin, but don't let that scare you. It's not like a real hole. You know, you can't see the and holes. it's like microscope you can't see it but it doesn't hurt at all and just you roll this tool over your face in different directions and it basically creates little holes or tears so that your skin can produce collagen and in turn it makes your serums and your oils sink in deeper so they really work better and it helps with fine lines because if the collagen it boosts your collagen helps with fine lines and just you know, scarring anything over your face and you want, it makes you look younger and we use it all over our face and your neck. You can use it on, they have a different attachment for your lips too that will help them look more plump. And we use that like two to three times a week. So, um, and our mom loves it too. So if you guys want to try it, you can just go to their website and you can use code double dose for 15% off at checkout. And thank you to them for sponsoring this episode. So moving on to a kind of different topic, we had a request, this is a read request, not anything that's happened to me. I just, let me just preface that for anyone listening, <laughs> thinking that uh, this has happened to me. But um, she wanted to know, uh, obviously it's anonymous, she wanted to know if we could talk about betrayal on our podcast. And she unfortunately had been cheated on by her boyfriend, which I'm sure is horrible, horrible feeling. And she wanted to know if we could talk about that and just talk about like tips and stuff like that. So obviously that sucks. Like I mean... Luckily, Sam and I have not experienced that. I mean, not, not that, that I, we know. Of. Not that I know. That's when Taylor said, "Well, have you?" We were talking about this with him, and he was like, "Well, have you been?" I was like, "Well, not that I know of. I mean, who? Never, whoever really knows?" But um, I have been in relationships that I talked about before that I feel like the the trust was broken, and that kind of goes along with it. But I've never been not that I know. I have never been cheated on. So that. I'm sure is extremely hard to go through and just to process emotionally because even if you're expecting it or you don't, you're not expecting it, you're blindsided, it's a horrible feeling and we wanted to kind of go into, since we haven't experienced it ourselves, um, I know, I know from people, like I have friends and people unfortunately that it's happened to and it's, when I understand it's a horrible thing and I can't imagine feeling that but there are some things that you can do to kind of, once it's happened to you, to kind of you know, kind of process it better and deal with it better. So we did some research because, like I said, I can't speak personally on this, but one of the first things that they say to do is to kind of detach yourself and to stand back and view yourself as if you were the helper, not the victim. So it's very easy just in those situations to feel very sorry for yourself, which I think you should allow yourself to do. But also take time and separate from that person and just Ask yourself what you'd be telling someone else if this was done to them. So I know I've played victim way too many times, and it's easy to do. It's a coping skill, a mechanism, not a skill. And But you want to also just, like, try to move on. So you want to picture yourself in a different position than you currently are. Like, ask yourself what you'd be telling someone else. And there are a lot of emotions, like I remember talking to my mom, when you lose somebody or you just kind of go through these emotions, there's a lot that you can experience. So if this is happening to you, you probably experience a lot of these, like you're angry, you're thinking, how could they do this to me? I'm, you know, I'm going to pay, they're going to pay for this. And obviously that's a very normal reaction. When any, and when anything bad happens to you, that's what you think. You might experience being sad and feel really sorry for yourself and feel like a sense of a loss, a loss of trust, a loss of the person that you think you thought they were, happy memories that you, you know, you had with them and a future that you saw with them, a loss of that. And I can just say, like I, like I said, I've never been through nothing, know, like being cheated on, but I haven't betrayed in other ways. Just having, you know, having certain expectations of that person and then not not being met because of certain things they've told you they're going to do. So I feel like I, when you say that's like, I was betrayed in some, I don't know. Yeah. I, so, because based on what I was just reading, like, I feel like that's definitely something that I experienced. Like, you, it's not just like you're disappointing the person, but it's so much that you feel like you're losing with all that. So also, you could be blindsided and surprised by it. I mean, I feel like, I mean, not that I've been through, I feel like sometimes there are signs, like you're not seeing red flags, but Other times, I feel like you put on these love, quote, love goggles, and you don't see all the writing on the wall. So you might be surprised. You might worry, have fear, and worry about what's going to happen, what's going to change in your life because of all this stuff that happened. I mean, you could stay with them, or it might just be, end. it might end suddenly because you weren't expecting that. You might be disgusted by them and just be, you know, can't even think about them without feeling, like, nauseous or uncomfortable you might be insecure and just doubt I have these feelings a lot doubt if you're worthy of love or um if you know you if you deserve this in some kind of way which you a 100% didn't and I think it's all these talks you have to have with yourself um shame and you might be embarrassed or shame that this happened to you feeling lonely that no one else understands being confused why someone would do that so these are all emotions that are very common I feel like in a lot of situations um with dating in general, but you, those are normal things that you have to let yourself process. And I think it really helps being able to talk to somebody. I feel like even if, if you can't talk to, I mean, you might not want to talk to your friends or your family about it because you might be embarrassed or ashamed, but that's when I really think that you should seek third party help like, see a therapist, talk to somebody that you feel like is outside the situation that can really listen to you and to really just be able to talk about it. And like I said earlier, you really want to take time away. This is. A time where you need to process everything and if you still continue to talk to that person I don't feel you can really process it and move on well it depends how if you want to move on or not but I think you have to take that time to learn and figure out what you want to do with that and if you want to stay with them you don't have to make any decisions in that moment but I would really if it was up to me I probably would just not look at any of their social media do not talk to them and just kind of have your time where you process it because if they're like a normal person they're probably their normal reaction is to try to get you back and to try to tell you they messed up or whatever but I feel like you need to both have your time alone and kind of process what's happened and you obviously want to reflect on things so for me what I love to do is I love to journal and I actually I used to just write notes in my phone but I really think it's more effective if you have like an actual journal that you write in physically So I actually do this every night. I journal. Even if it's like a little sentence or a paragraph, I will write like what I did that day and just things that happened, what's on my mind. And there's other nights that I feel like I'm too tired and I'm lazy, so I literally just write a a sentence. But it's really nice to reflect on later uh, just kind of how you're feeling and how much you've grown. So I think it's a time to do it because you can talk in person, but you won't remember those feelings. So definitely write those down wherever you can. And then when you do eventually talk to the person that betrayed you, I think it's important to tell them how you feel, but to also say in a way that focuses on you and not them. So instead of blaming them and saying they they did this to you, just focus on how you feel and use the words like I instead of you or whatever. Because at that point, I think it's just, you know, it's about how you're feeling and they already did what they did, but that's for them to figure out. That's my personal advice. I mean, I feel like I try to do this in other, with other aspects of, relationships and other conversations and be specific on how you're feeling and you know how you felt about this and that you can't really trust them anymore and I mean obviously it's up to you but I my personal advice is if they're a cheater they're always a cheater I think if they do this if they're willing if they're going to do these things to you already what's in my opinion what's going to change later but you know I know some people have success stories and you know maybe they did it and they never did it again I hope that happens but I don't feel like that's the norm. So, I'm again, I'm sorry if it's happened to you or if you know somebody it's happened to you. Um, I think it definitely makes you stronger. And you can take all these lessons as learning opportunities to bring into future relationships or just to make yourself grow um, from it. But, you know, I know it's not easy. And for the reader that, that suggested this topic, I'm really sorry. And I'm sure that you will become so much stronger because of this and will meet your match that actually deserves you and really values you. So cheers to you. And we're going to finish off this episode. It's a little bit short. We're going to finish off with our favorites for this week. And uh, mine, I'll go first. You guys probably notice our gold layered necklaces. We wear them all. The t- I feel like I was just telling Sam this earlier. We have so many like cute jewelry pieces and I organized them all during the like this quarantine. And I feel like I still wear the same ones. <laughs> I just get lazy I just hate changing them out yeah I get lazy I know what I like and I'm just like whatever so the ones that I never take off apparently are I have one that's from Lola James it's the layered it's like a gold not layered it's a gold necklace with my name on it and that one's 14 karat gold so it never changes it is a little bit expensive but I think it's worth it because it never changes colors and then I layer it with some other ones from Electric Picks they have the cutest necklaces I love them I'm obsessed and they have all different kinds. Like, I'm wearing the Leo, and I can't remember what the other one is called. But we'll link, we'll link the them notes. in the show notes. And you guys can use code DOUBLEDOSE25. No, DOUBLEDOSE20. Oh, sorry, DOUBLEDOSE20. Uh, sorry, I have so many codes, I get confused. DOUBLEDOSE20 double, for 20%. DOUBLEDOSE20 for 20% off. And then the name necklace from Lola James, you can use code ALEXIS15 for 15% off. And then Sam... So mine is another jewelry piece. This is my, I'll share too. It's the Apple Watch Band and the case that we wear all the time. I feel like I share it so much, but you guys love it. So the case is from Sky B, and we'll link it in the show notes. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's. I have the Champagne Bubbles one, and I love it. It comes in rose gold. Alexis has the silver. Um, They also have gold, and I think they have like a blackish color and that matches all the different. Um, I have the 40 millimeter. I have the series four. Alexa says a series five and it fits both. Then the band is my LV band and that's from sparkle bands. We'll link that one as well. And I have just the white LV one. I have the one with the stone on it. You can get it with or without the stone with or without the LV written on it. And I've had mine for uh, like a few months at least. And it lasts really well. It's leather, um, all authentic. And you can use code double 10 for 10% off. That's a lot of codes, but we'll link them all for you in the show notes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate all of you guys tuning in every week. And if you guys could please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, it would mean a lot. We love putting these con- this content out for you guys, and you want to keep doing it. So let us um, just let us keep sharing. It helps us grow if you guys rate and review us. So we really would appreciate it. And please send us your podcast topic ideas. You can send us a message on Instagram. You can email us. Um, Our email is doubledoseblog at gmail.com, but we're always happy to answer messages on Instagram as well. So I hope you guys have a great one, and we'll talk to you soon.